Welcome, dear listeners. Hello. From the beautiful country of Bosnia, where we are chilling in an Airbnb uh, with the beautiful sunshine out. And boy, oh boy, did we have a eventful first week. It was a lot of fun. So maybe, Marcus, maybe you can uh, enlighten the people <laughs> on where it all started. Yeah, definitely. So, well, we, we started, as we promised, driving from, uh, from Harlem, your hometown. Um, first, first stop would be uh, Ljubljana. Um, we had a 14-hour drive ahead of us. Um, actually, well, maybe at the first we thought it's going to be a long drive. Uh, after 14 hours, you're going to be exhausted. But I think overall it went really well. Um, it was not that exhausting as we thought it would be. Um, also, like I think the the scenery was was good. We were watching outside yeah. the window. Like, of course, at the beginning we're just in the Netherlands and it's like boring. Like we know it. Uh, it's all meadows. It's all farms. <laughs> but once you get over the border, it, like it soon gets more exciting. You start to see some hills, some more interesting grasslands. It's going and, up, it's going down. It's going yeah. up, it's going down. It's something we are not used to, of course, in our flat little country. So, uh, yeah, maybe we should issue an apology to the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe maybe first start by praising the Germans, because uh, I had a little uh, whoopsie when uh, when we drove away from Harlem. I uh, actually forgot the, the gas knob you put on the tank um, while filling up the gas tank a week earlier. Um, so our first objective in Germany was actually uh, yeah getting a new gas knob or as they say in Germany uh, the Tankdeckel. <laughs> so cheers uh, being fluent in German uh, <laughs> knew uh, when he was calling the garage Hast du eine Tankdeckel and actually the the people working there were really helpful and they uh, directed us to like a, a, a sort of a warehouse I think uh, where we could get it um, so that was the the first good experience with the Germans mm -hmm. maybe um, but <laughs> yin and yang, after the good always comes the bad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so first of all, we were surprised we did not get pulled over at the border because, yeah. as a Dutch person, you normally get pulled over by the Germans because they think you have something in your car maybe that is not allowed in Germany. Maybe some weed, maybe some other stuff. Um, so we were surprised not getting pulled over, um, but. Our surprise did, did go away in the end and karma caught, <laughs> caught, caught up to us. Um, like, I think six or seven hours into Germany, we were actually almost at the Austrian border, I think. Mm -hmm. um, there was like a, a gray BMW in our rear, rear window mirror. Um, and well, you know, in Germany, you can drive as fast as you want on certain parts of the highway. Um, so we were going like a modest 140 kilometers an hour. We've driven harder, but you know, for like the last part, it was all right. But this gray BMW did not like our pace. He wanted to go faster. So he was like uh, signing his lights as they all do in Germany when they want you to move out of the way. But as Germany, Germans don't really understand is when there's like a car right next to you, it's really hard to go to the right because you don't want to bump into someone. Um, so we had to wait. And like after like maybe 20 seconds, uh, I could pull over and then I saw blue lights going up <laughs> behind me. Uh, then he fasted forward to us and it was like Polizei, bitte folgen. <laughs> so we were like, fuck. <laughs> and eventually they'll get you. Um, so they made us pull over in the parking lot, um, asked us, of course, if we had something illegal with us. We said no, because we didn't, luckily. Um, and then, well, after... We would never do anything stupid like no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> this was a calculated thing. We did not bring anything. <laughs> so, no, yeah, they made us pull over, uh, search, search our bodies, search the car. I think it was like 15 minutes in the freezing cold. Um, they did not care it was that freezing outside. 
they just made us wait. Um, but like, yeah, after 50 minutes, they uh, they let us go. Um, so searching and, all our bags. Hence the apology to Germany because we said fuck Germany in the first podcast. They probably heard it, pulled us over. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but we got away in the end, luckily. <laughs> Yeah, so we uh, drove all the way through Germany, through the Alps, through Austria, and we entered Slovenia. And um, our first uh, impression of Slovenia was quite good, actually, because uh, we were like arriving in our hostel, which was not too luxurious. It's a, kind of a bit of a shabby hostel. It was in the outskirts. Right? Yeah. And so, but we talked a bit with uh, the owner and a friend of his a friend of him, and he uh, directed us towards a nicer hostel, more in the center that he also owned. And then we finally, then we like learned a bit of a lesson that <laughs> not really a lesson, but like something interesting, like it's really interesting to talk to locals. And uh, so we were like, oh, cool. We're talking with the Slovenian guys. And he gave me, he gave me his number and he was texting, texting me like, oh, here's the restaurants you need to go to. But then it kind of turned into like, a little bit too much and they, <laughs> too and they much. just w wouldn't leave us alone and then he <laughs> called me two times <laughs> and like we were we wanted to leave for dinner and uh, we were talking with uh, with the hostel owner and his friend and he, he he kept being like oh no you can't leave like here here's some here's some vacation photos of me and my family <laughs> so and we were like oh trying to be polite but uh sir sir uh we're kind of good. Like, <laughs> can you just leave us alone? <laughs> and then he was like, oh, tomorrow you need to go to this restaurant and this restaurant. And we were like, mm, maybe we'll just we'll make, that, make that the fuck up ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they were friendly. But there is the thing is, too maybe friendly. Too friendly. Too yes. friendly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we stayed in Slovenia for two days. Unfortunately, um, everything closed at, at 10. Yeah. So... Yeah, at the first night we were like we were arrived at like nine forty five. So at ten we were eager to, to go to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> eager to get to grab our first beer. Like yeah. <laughs> we wanna celebrate. It's our it's our big trip. And uh so we arrive at the bar at like three past ten and then we find out everything's closed. So it was kinda shitty. Yeah. Well we did like Fast, fast forward a pizza and then just <laughs> try to go to bed everywhere yeah. in the end. We found out like Amsterdam and uh, Harlem are not the only cities uh, in the world that have like uh, an amazing amount of uh, delivery boys uh, biking around. Unfortunately for the Slovenian delivery uh, <laughs> delivery guys, I saw they're all riding like non-electric bikes. Yeah, <laughs> that really hurt my eyes. I felt so sorry for as a person that is really not into riding bicycles. <laughs> like the thought of like riding a mountain bike through the city to deliver pizza was not something I went got too thrilled about. So uh, after two days, we left Slovenia. What what did you think about Slovenia? I think well, first of all, we only stayed there one night, like one and a half day, as you said, and. Maybe uh, because of the, the COVID restrictions being everything closed down, we did not have the incentive to stay for longer and explore more of the city because also we only went to Ljubljana. Um, but like overall, it was like way more modern than I expected because mm -hmm. you and me, I think both expected it to be a little mid, maybe more Eastern European. Like we've both been to Serbia and it was like a kind of rundown buildings sometimes and everything mm -hmm. but actually the city of Ljubljana was very very modern the roads were good like mm -hmm. everything was well organized and very clean yeah. actually like cleaner than Amsterdam like the cities in Amsterdam are way more littered than than here so I mean like my first impression of Slovenia was very good and also like the mountain views uh, 
amazing mm -hmm. to drive through. And everybody spoke English, so I would recommend it. Yeah, definitely. Even though uh, we haven't been outside of Ljubljana. No, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe not the best uh, review on, uh, maybe, on Slovenia. Maybe but... we shouldn't uh, claim to be an expert on this topic, <laughs> because we definitely are not. But at least our experience is definitely positive. Yeah. So uh, we passed over into uh, Croatia and luckily uh, we uh, had a vaccination passport because at the border he asked for it even though he didn't scan it <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty fun like vaccina vaccination passport and uh, you show it like oh go 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. but also like in the because we had in slovenia we had like we had the nice guys at the hostel but we were really eager, eager to drink some beer and maybe not let our trip affect that much by COVID. So for uh, Zagreb, because we wanted to go to Zagreb, um, we decided, okay, okay, we're going to Google a host hostel in Zagreb, but we wanted to be a party hostel because we want to drink some beer, meet some nice people. Um, so uh, I think Jared was driving. I was looking it up and there was like this, uh, the whole wide world hostel, I think, um, that had really good reviews where um, they're supposed to be good parties, uh, so we decided to go there and um, yeah, maybe you can talk a little bit more about how that was. Yeah, so uh, up until this point we had only slept in uh, dorm rooms and um, so dorm rooms of course, uh, a room with like a lot of bunk beds and you share them with uh, some random people, which like is a life on itself. <laughs> it has a, its own rules and its own like interesting things. They're mo mostly downsides, <laughs> but it's usually cheap. And the whole wide world hostel had a lot of uh, dorm rooms. And uh, yeah, there was like, it was really crowded and they had like a nice chill area, which is so typical when you're traveling like that. You find you always when you're traveling, you meet like the hippie people. And that, that's not a bad thing. That's, that's a good thing. Like they're, 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 you want to chill out. They want to play guitar and, was, <laughs> and you just chill out in the, in the common room all day, play some games, drink some beers. So definitely love the hippies, love the hippie vibe when you're traveling. So of course, when we uh, entered, like we saw people with guitars chilling out. So that was great. And uh, it's also like the place where you meet like in dorm rooms, you meet like the interesting, the interesting characters. Except for the Japanese guys. <laughs> but they were also an interesting character in themselves. Like they were nice, but we were sharing our room with two Japanese guys who just for like 16 hours a day, at least to our observations, uh, spend their time in bed watching anime. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it came to the point that we actually generally thought, like, don't they ever need to go out and eat? Like, <laughs> uh, maybe yeah. you could talk a bit about our English friends. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Because um, so the first night we stayed with uh, with the two Japanese guys, and uh, was it the first night we went to the club, right? Uh, there. Uh, oh no! You, oh the yeah okay. So the big group of English lads, bender with the lads, <laughs> as we would call it. Um, no, because after we um, like settled in the dorm room um, and went downstairs to grab a beer, uh, see who's hanging out. Um, we met a couple of people, and eventually, like uh, a couple of English lads came out uh, because they were still hungover from last night, of course, as they as they do. Um, I think there were like a group of 20 people celebrating someone's birthday and they were flying out the other day. Um, so we kind of joined, joined their club, tried to, tried to start some conversations and see where it went. Um, and then we started to play some beer pong with them. Obviously we beat them, <laughs> two, two feet 20. <laughs> yeah, but it's so fun. Like the English players just have a neck for party. Like, yeah. <laughs> like 
someone in their group turns 21 and with a group of 20 people they fly to croatia for four days <laughs> just to drink and party all the time which is uh, something i can only respect <laughs> definitely <laughs> like like for me the thought like if one if you do that for one friend that turns 21 and you have 20 friends and you do that 20 times a year so that's a, <laughs> it's quite a lot of four-day benders <laughs> you need to, yeah, you, you need to uh, experience uh, yeah so we also went to a club the second night only until 12 because the COVID yeah. restrictions are up until 12 in uh, croatia which is uh, better than slovenia it, yeah. it felt like we were just chasing the freedom like, <laughs> uh, so very the countries we're currently visiting are very small uh, and uh, the, the the rules differ a lot between the countries yeah so eh, the rules don't suit you in this place we could just go to the other place and um yeah so croatia was a lot better because we could go out till 12 so that was and we like we said we wanted to have some fun get some drinks everything uh, so we went to this club, I think it was Blackout. Um, mm -hmm. Well, the name did it justice because it was quite dark inside. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a cool little bunker where they were playing like hip hop, rap, but like modern and, and older. So like the vibe was really good there. Um, and I think like, so it closed around 12, I think maybe a little bit later. They're like, mm -hmm. a little fluid with the rules, of course. Um, and of course, then we met uh, Dutch people because where where there's people there's dutch people <laughs> and, and like cockroaches and if we talk talk to each other in our profane dutch language like there will be also some other dutch people <laughs> like, look i heard dutch yeah <laughs> like, I, heard, I heard them say these and these words and all listeners can fill themselves in what kind of words they, <laughs> they should be if you're dutch you know <laughs> <laughs> and even if you're not dutch you, you might know <laughs> you might know yeah. <laughs> but um so they're like, oh, I heard them speaking Dutch. And uh, so we met some other Dutch guys. And of course, what is the first thing a Dutch man asks another Dutch man in another country? Hey, bro, what, what football club are you from? <laughs> 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 so, and uh, already, like, when we, we told them we were, like, from the Amsterdam area, like, it was very fast like oh you must be for Ajax we're for Feyenoord <laughs> obviously <laughs> obviously it, it, it even went it, actually at first it came at a point that I would say the word Gap which uh, our Dutch friends uh, would know like what up Gap what up bro <laughs> and he was like oh are you saying that you must be for Amsterdam you must be for Ajax <laughs> so that was quite silly quite silly and it always baffles me that uh <laughs> This is something people actually care about. <laughs> Not that they care about it, but actually speaking of caring about football, maybe you can speak a bit on what we experienced the next day. Oh yeah, so uh, me and Jared both never went to a football match, like a live football match. Um, to me, like football, I, lo I love watching football. I love play uh, watching sports in general. Um, I am sort of a success supporter for Ajax, you know, when they're doing well, <laughs> I'm watching them. Um, but oh, it's not it's not my passion. It's not my passion, but I do like watching it. So all oh, Ajax supporters are success supporters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, just kidding, we love the family. Um yeah, so us both not have ever been to a football match. We decided to go to Didamo Zagreb because it's the well the biggest the biggest football club in, in Croatia. And being a, a match there on Sunday, we thought like, well, why the hell not? It was like five euros. Uh, so we went there to the club. Um, and got a ball there, I think. Uh, went into the stadium, which you could drink beer in, so that was good. It was not, it was not completely filled up. 
Um, but yeah, what <laughs> what's always the interesting thing is with the football matches, which you you've got it at every big club. You have like the big the big trivia for the the sitting area with like all the hooligans and <laughs> Dinamo Zagreb. Fanatical no, supporters. Fanatical supporters, to put it politely. <laughs> Dinara Zagreb was no difference and there was like I think maybe 300 people there because like I said the, the, the stadium was not full um, with like flares and flags with like skulls on it and like chanting like for 90 minutes the entire game uh, unfortunately it was a 0-0 game but yeah, like, like the atmosphere was was good yeah we I actually as a person that doesn't really like football found myself really liking this match. <laughs> the atmosphere, everybody was so fanatical, just screaming for this team. And, and, this, the, and the, the fanatical supporters, like everybody that's, that's listening that's been to a football match is like, that's, that's normal, we know this stuff. Like for me as a rookie, that was crazy. Like they were just screaming the entire match, chanting like in, <laughs> in, in, in the group. Uh, so we really wanted them to score that score that goal because, like, I was so uh, uh, curious to see what kind of atmos okay, atmosphere they would, they would bring. <laughs> because, like, they, it was so fun. Like, you had some guys next to us screaming, angry, in Croatian. Like every time, like their their players would fuck up. And, like, we don't speak Croatian, but we could kind of fill in the blanks. Just uh, what they were what, saying. What the person? <laughs> I always, like. I don't know. I I just love hearing people. Because, like, seriously, in their own language. Like, <laughs> it sounds so... You feel the emotion. <laughs> yeah. You, you know they mean it. <laughs> you know they mean it when they mean it. And it's just lovely to see. <laughs> Even though they're angry and I think, just think it's amazing. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we after Zagreb, next day, I think we went to Zadar. Yeah, we decided two days in Zagreb was, was fine, was enough. Um, Maybe also like in Zagreb, we visit the Museum of Broken Relations, which was kind of kind of funny to be there for. Uh, it was like all personal belongings of people with like a, a personal story of them, uh, which was sometimes kind of funny, sometimes kind of sad. But there was like this this one to maybe give an idea of what what it was. It was like two two basketball shoes uh, sitting on a on like a pillar, uh, and it had the the note on it like uh, he was straight, I wasn't. So we never played basketball together again. <laughs> it was like kind of, kind of funny sometimes, kind of, kind of tragic. Uh, but it was really, yeah, really funny, funny kind of small museum to go to. Um, yeah. I think they also have excursions or uh, uh, exhibitions uh, across the world in uh, multiple cities. But that's definitely like something I'd recommend going to. Yeah, because definitely. it was quite funny to go there. Um, but yeah, like you said, we went to. Uh, well, we decided to go to Zadar because we've already been to Zadar like two years ago, but uh, with four other friends of ours, and we like we didn't uh, leave the Airbnb. No, we we like drank our heads off with our, we had our own swimming pool like in the Airbnb, so <laughs> we didn't actually leave that time. Um, so we were like, oh, we'll, we'll see what what Zadar is like uh, behind the closed gates of our, uh, what, <laughs> of our what's, doorstep. What Zadar is like outside of our Airbnb? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like that. Um, so yeah, I think we went to like the what's it called again, the, the backpackers hostel, yeah, uh, or back, backpackers home, something like that. Um, yeah, maybe you can tell something about the first experience of the the hostel there. Yeah, so we were like in front of the gate and nobody opened, and but there was a key lock, so we called the owner and he gave us like the the combination, which was already like yeah, not not something you experience every day, right? <laughs> and then uh, we had to wait there for like. 
20 minutes and then he showed up like completely covered in paint he's <laughs> <laughs> like hey hey how, how are you guys doing oh yeah i got a bed for you uh i i, I just need to make it and so he <laughs> took us to the dorm room and he was making our beds like just putting like a sheet on it but not like he didn't have like uh, a sheet to put the blanket in so we had like just thin sheets with like this old blanket on top of it yeah which was yeah as it, i say it didn't feel really hygienic it, it, it didn't feel ideal but, <laughs> but yeah we're not royalty no. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is what happens <laughs> so, sometimes uh, stuff just needs to be a little bit disgusting to, uh, <laughs> but it was it was all right it was all right and then we uh, actually um bombarded like a uh, a business meeting of some people <laughs> maybe you could share a bit about that yeah so we we went we i think we first went to the supermarket to grab some beers because they didn't have a bar there um yeah. so we got like I lots think, of beers the first week <laughs> <laughs> it's like the it's like the the subject of the trip no <laughs> but no yeah so we went to get, grab some beers maybe hang out with the people because we heard, heard some noises like in the in the garden in the back um, and there were like two Croatian people, one woman, one man. I think the man man's name was Mirko. Um, they were having a uh, a business meeting, which was which felt kind of shady at first because we asked some like general questions like, "Oh, what are you doing?" Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, business, business, business. And like trying to ask some more questions. That's ah, just uh, our business. Mm -hmm. Well, he just kept saying the, the general thing, um, mm -hmm. which at a certain point he he said something about internet selling or whatever. So I was like, okay, mano e mano. <laughs> is it drop shipping or what is it? He was like, no, 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 it's not drop shipping. It's just a quality Chinese dish signature. And I was like, well, that kind of qualifies as drop shipping in the end. <laughs> so um, yeah, they were having like a, a business meeting. I don't know, we kind of interrupted them, but they were overall good people. Uh, I think they were nice. They showed us, or not showed us, they um, explained to us where like the, because we wanted to go for a, uh, a nature walk, we wanted to go for a hike. Mm -hmm. Um, so they showed us where to go, um, uh, showed us like uh, a great national park, uh, the Krka, Krka. <laughs> Krka National uh, Park. The most amazing name, like K-R-K-A, <laughs> Krka. Krka. <laughs> no, yeah, so yeah, well maybe you can, yeah, we went to the park. Yeah, it was uh, amazing waterfalls, like uh, we went to Pletvice Lakes two years ago, like some very loud noise coming from the computer which we're just going to send away. Yeah, so we went to the Plitvice Natural Park two years ago, which was like one of the most beautiful parks I've yeah. been to. So I, I think like all other parks in Croatia are like second best after Plitvice, but Kruka was very nice, just some waterfalls. Mm -hmm. And man, it's just so nice to be hiking out in the nature, just not speaking, just walking. We speak a little bit, but just walking, experiencing it. And like, it always just feels good feels great yeah and especially because that was i think the first day that there was like really sun coming out like the the other days were like quite cold and i think these days the sun came out and when you're then you're in the nature seeing the waterfalls like the yeah we, the sunlight reflecting we, off the water i mean like it's it's good it was the end of february you could walk in t-shirts so it's uh all going in the right direction at least at this part of the world yeah <laughs> meanwhile we saw some videos of uh, the netherlands uh, blowing up because of a storm <laughs> so uh yeah, l lucky not to be there. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely. No, we're dri we're driving the good direction for uh, for the weather, and, uh, yeah. for that matter. Um, yeah, so I think it wasn't it wasn't as big as the Plitvice Lakes. I think it, uh, we had like uh, 
I mean, it was, we did like two hours maybe, two and a half hours. It was not that, that big. I mean, like there was possibilities for bigger, but I think we were, we were quite okay with, with how this one went. Um, and actually we did like driving up to the Kruka uh, waterfalls, we noticed like a, um, a, an abandoned factory, uh, which really caught our eye because it was like really uh, remote. Like it was on top of the mountain. It was like, nobody was around. So we were like, kind of, I don't know, intrigued, intrigued by it, uh, like kind of cheek. We're like, well, maybe, maybe we should go into the, the abandoned factory, see, <laughs> <laughs> see what's up. So yeah, maybe you can uh, talk about. Yeah, like this, this was like one of my highlights of the trip. Like I was completely nerding out over this. Uh, <laughs> like uh, we both really enjoy like this guy on YouTube, bald and bankrupt, and he always explores like the old Soviet places. And uh, like we, this felt like one of the places from his videos. Like it's just this old rundown communist factory, huge. And uh, but it was the wind was blowing really hard. So like when you're walking through it, you could hear noises coming from all around because there was like all these metal pipes which were not attached right rightly to the wall. Yeah. So they were just creaking and making noise. And there was like all these, uh, this, this metal on top of the roof that was just blowing in a way that made so much noise. So it sounded like there were like a lot of people around and all the roofs were just filled with like metal and piles of rock. So I had like two fears coming in there. Like first was, all right, maybe the car will get stolen so <laughs> we cannot go for too long because all of our fucking shit is in there <laughs> like our backpacks like everything that was it was not an option to have our no. car stolen <laughs> definitely not it's definitely not on the table and my second fear was like that like behind every corner there would, there would be a homeless person hiding like with a broken bottle <laughs> broken, a step, you the broken bottle <laughs> with my with my uh intestines name on it <laughs> uh so at, at the beginning like we were very cautious but then we found out like that most, most of the noise was made by the wind and we uh we had a way to explore around and it was it was, just, it was very cool it was yeah. very cool like sending a huge factory and only just piles of rubble holes in the ground like the stairs were broken and busted. It was amazing. <laughs> it was just amazing. Yeah, and now uh, after that, I think we departed for Bosnia. So let's get let's do a little review of Croatia. What do you? Uh, well, what's like, your opinion about Croatia? Yeah, now I mean, you've been here twice, right? We've we've now been here twice. Both of us, I think. Yeah. Uh, both of us have not been without each other. Uh, last time we went with four other friends. We're always together. <laughs> Um, no, but I think like Croatia is, uh, I also told this to you before, like I think it's one of the most uh, beautiful countries uh, that I've ever visited in terms of like nature, landscape, uh, like scenery, especially when you're driving along the coast with the big mountains and then you see out, see out over the sea and you have like these amazing bays where there's like all houses. Um, when you look on top, uh, when you're driving on top of the hills or the highways, you look down in the bays and there's all these houses and like the water is always blue it's it looks amazing and when you get into like the the smaller cities you have all these like old towns where it's like feels really roman and like with the big stones and like the the old buildings where where everybody lives like it's not comparable not comparable to like any western city really western city where it's like everything is newly built like everything is modern and this feels it feels really all old and authentic so i think like it feels also a bit like italy like Mm -hmm. it's it's really beautiful and yeah i'm really i would really go back uh yeah. in the future more times i think it's a perfect destination for like family vacation but also like drinking vacations it's like it has 
a bit of both. Like it has it's a, everything. It's a good country with not that many people in it, but I think like it's yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah, man. I'm. I just. I couldn't agree more. Like I, uh, I love Croatia. Yeah. Like the scenery. If you love driving, like the scenery is so beautiful. Like the most amazing sights, like from the car, like that. Just everywhere you drive, you just in awe of what you see. Maybe like if you're from Croatia, it can, <laughs> and you to drive drive the same route every day, you might have seen it all. But like if you're not used to it, like I was like, it was just so amazing. And of course. Like the 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 mounted roads on the car are so much fun. Like yeah. the, the tight little corners. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I just can't tell you enough about the scenery because it's so fucking beautiful. But that's also a thing, like with the the people who are from the country, like you said, with the Croatians, when they maybe drive to work every day to that. Like we are like trying to enjoy the scenery, trying to drive a bit slower than like the maximum speed because we want to enjoy the view. And maybe also because it feels really dangerous and you don't want to drive your car off the fucking <laughs> cliff. But like these Croatians, it's the same in Southern France. It's like same everywhere. Like people, natives from that country who drive that road every day, they will go like 50 over the limit, like turning the cars into the corners. They are really eager to, to pass you by and everything. So yeah. <laughs> uh, they're maniacs. Yeah. <laughs> lovely maniacs. Yeah, lovely maniacs, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and also uh, with the people, just just only good good vibes and up until up until now. Bad people, yeah. Yeah, like uh, especially in Croatia, like uh, everybody spoke English well. Uh, at least everybody we uh, interacted with, yeah. and like we also we had talked to some Croatian guy, and he and he was like uh, in the same uh, boat like as as Dutch people. Like he was like, well, nobody speaks Croatian, and nobody's going <laughs> to learn Croatian, no. so we just have to. And that's the same as we feel like. We need we need to adjust. Like, all right, we're in a tiny country. Nobody speaks it. All right, we we we'll, we will adjust. It's fine. It's fine. And yeah, like as you said, like the buildings are in like a very nice style. I think it's like it feels it has like this kind of summer vibe, even though yeah. it's even though it's fucking February. Yeah. <laughs> it has a summer vibe. And um, yeah, but still like pretty modern and like convenient and yeah. it's just really nice. Yeah. Everybody go to Croatia. Do it. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Um, yeah, so after that, we went to Bosnia, which is yeah. where we are now. Yeah. Yesterday, we drove here. And our first impressions are already pretty interesting, I think. I mean, I think overall, it, when we drove in, it was night, so we couldn't really see that much. But like the, the mountain roads were in the city of Mostar right now, and it's like um encircled with uh like big mountains like we're you're in the in the middle of like seven mountains that you can't see past um so like the drive to this city was kind of like tight you u-turns uh with like cars coming up with you and like everyone having their big headlights on and then they have to switch it off so it was like quite quite tricky to go down um also we noticed the roads are getting worse now just <laughs> 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 to, to say it say it politely again um but yeah so i think we arrive at uh, here at like uh, 7 30 or something uh driving up through like um we're actually looking out over the city right now in an airbnb because we wanted to record uh, the podcast um we were like okay we'll get an airbnb this time like get get a better setup and like this would be impossible in a dorm room i think without without getting disturbed um so yeah i mean like first impression of bosnia i think people are really nice everybody that thought we needed help, tried to help us. <laughs> um, I think most people can understand basic English, like 
they can understand numbers and uh, minor questions. So, I mean, for now, I think the impressions are good. I don't know how, how you've experienced it so far. Definitely. Like, I think uh, the people are lovely and I think the, the infrastructure is a bit worse. <laughs> and I think also like the building style, you can just like Bosnia is not part of the EU. And at least in my mind, like I feel like there is already like this wealth disparity between Croatia, Slovenia and Bosnia. Like Croatia and Slovenia are quite, quite, yeah. mon quite modern. I think like, Croatia is the kind richest of, of the three yeah, right they, now. They kind of felt like, like because Netherlands, of course, is like is the, this huge, very high high tech infrastructure. Yeah. But like Croatia and both Croatia and Slovenia didn't didn't even feel that much worse. Like it felt pretty, pretty nice, way better than I expected. But in Bosnia, you you start start seeing the potholes, and also like in the city we are in right now, Mostar, like this is the steepest city <laughs> I've ever driven in. Like forty, it feels, feels like forty five degree angles. <laughs> like you have to slow down, and forty five degree, uh, it's like forty five degrees in height, so very steep up, and then you have to make turns like yeah. in between like brick walls <laughs> that give you like maybe ten ten centimeters to spare. <laughs> So the driving around here is definitely very interesting, and yeah, the the buildings are a bit more bit more rundown, but yeah. it's overall very lovely. The people we've met, we've met a couple of people. Actually, the guy, like the the guy outside here, who, who we asked for directions to throw away the garbage, he was like, "Oh yeah, you have to go up, take a right, but you can't take the turn because it will damage your car. So you have to." Yeah. <laughs> That's like the kind of roads we're dealing with. You yeah. can't turn the car without like driving around. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, we will see what Bosnia has to offer. We've got a couple more days planned here, and we're off uh, to Montenegro. So um, yeah, I think we're today we're staying in uh, Mostar, and I think tomorrow maybe in the afternoon we're gonna drive to Sarajevo. Yeah, um, and then uh, we will see after that. Definitely, that's the beautiful thing. Like we shouldn't plan, plan ahead too far. All right, so that uh, concludes it for chapter two. Everybody, take care. Bye bye. It was a lovely time. Bye bye.